Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday, bitches. What it do? Um, how's everyone's Wednesday going? How's your Wednesday? It's going good. It's going good. It's hot as fuck in the valley for the 95 years. degrees. It's like 98. It's Ooh. hot as fuck. Um, I worked today. Work is picking up a bit. Check out Mila's Mobile Spa if you're in the LA area. Black-owned business by me. <laughs> <laughs> um... I offer lashes and brow tattoo and brow, I mean, lash extensions and facials and waxing in the comfort of your own home. So fuck COVID. You don't need to go to the salon. Hey. Uh, anyway, how was your Wednesday? Um, my Wednesday is good. I woke up um, early and I went for a walk and I got my coffee and I just feel better. I've been feeling, it's like I'm finally coming out of my like dark darkness of like pessim like not being an optimist at all about anything if you listen to our episode last week I was not very optimistic I was very much like I don't know how anything's gonna change but this week I'm feeling that I'm feeling better because I feel like people are still in it people are engaged still. people are still engaged and white people are still engaged and after we had our talk with Ray on Friday night and all these amazing moms that joined. And it was so cool because we had this talk with Ray King, who's Sean, it's Sh- she's Sean King's wife. And she's also a diversity educator and a mother. And, um, you know, we asked her to come, on, to come on and do a virtual Zoom with us and talk to, like, moms of all different um, races to kind of talk about how we're going to discuss race with our kids. And it was better than I could have even expected. I learned so much. There was so much love and just, like, understanding in the room. There were so many white moms in the room, which I was really happy about. We, like kind of marketed that way because we felt like that was where it, we needed to start. Um, we were re- Last week was really a tough week. Mm-hmm. I mean, this last fucking six months have been extremely tough, but um, with that on top of it, it, it was really heavy on our hearts because we have kids and because it's like it felt like nothing was really making progress. And so we really put our brains together to figure out how can we contribute in this space and we and how can we talk to our kids this way. And then, you know, it dawned on us to talk to our black children about being black. We can't really make change unless we talk to other children who aren't black. And hopefully they're having the same conversations. So we we brought Ray in. We had a wonderful, amazing um, therapist join us. Dr. Bentley Gibson. um, Which was like a blessing. And she approached it from like a psychological. And research-based. And research-based view. And it really really spoke to the room. And um, when we got off that call, when we got off that meeting, like I I had like my, the hairs on my arm were standing up because I felt like it was a safe space that people had like really gained insight. Even I had like, gained insight on some of the ways I had been feeling and not realizing where that shit was stemming from. So it's just like this deep inner work that took place that was like inner work that actually is outerly helping one another and helping our kids. And um, if you didn't check it out, it's on our Patreon. It's up there still. It's, it was fucking pretty amazing. It was it, pretty. Yeah, it was. It'll be on Patreon forever. So if you guys have any have any um, moms out there, maybe even like if you have white mom friends that like you feel like really need to hear in a, in a very loving way and just an uncomfortable way too. how to have these conversations with your kids. And I think one of the biggest takeaways I took from the conversation is that there's no you need to start earlier than you think. We seem to we need to start talking about an race and and it's not even about in a negative way. It's about just including other people and races in the conversation, reading your white kid black books. You know, laying down like Ray, Ray had this beautiful ending to the whole Zoom where she talks about laying down your privilege and 
you should check it out you really should check it out and like how how you lay down your privilege both how white people can lay down their privilege or non-black people can lay down their privilege and her insight was just and and it was good for me to hear that too because i have privileges as well like we are afforded privileges we as all, well we all are and it's like how do we lay down those privileges too you know in, in in ways so um also i thought it was really interesting because i mean not most of the moms were not black and um, I noticed a lot of the moms who weren't black had black children. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was even more um, important for those moms to hear because maybe, you know, your your partner who is black isn't giving you the same insight. Maybe you want to learn more. I feel like if you're going to have a black child, these are conversations you absolutely have to have because inevitably uh, race is going to come up in their lives. And like by ignoring it and pretend like pretending like it doesn't exist it really doesn't or waiting um, for them to have an, a bad experience so that you to have to bring it. up race in a negative way let's talk about it in a, in a positive way so that when negative shit comes at them they're like yeah nah yeah. i don't subscribe to that so we're definitely i, I we're definitely going to keep doing these talks yeah, i, I really want to sure. i want to continue in 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 this space of like the rate, like you know, the racial space, because just because this this thing happened last, you know, these last couple of weeks, this is not the only thing that's happened in the black community lately. These are not the only tragedies. These are like these conversations need to be ongoing, and I don't know how we're gonna build that, Erica. But um, I just think it needs to be something that is continuously touched on, like almost like a class, like a workshop, like a certification, um, you know, because it's it's important shit. I think it's the root. I mean, I can't even, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want, we're not going to bring this episode and be a downer, I promise you guys. But I just have to mention this one thing because it really put what 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 role mothers play in a child's life and perspective. When I didn't really, I didn't under, I didn't realize that George Floyd like was calling out for his mother when he was dying. You know what I mean? Like, it just shows you the importance of motherhood in every person's life. Like, that was the last person he wanted, he needed, that he wanted. And, like, I... F- well, well... I feel like also... So I, I... You... Was that the baby? Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like it was just another reminder of the the important role that mothers play in their children's lives. Not in the fact that, like, his mother could have, you know, done anything to, to, to help no, the situation. I mean, and, 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 but just, like, that that is, like... You, that's your protector. And not only that, as mothers, when you give birth, like anyone who's given birth, I don't know, like that place that you go and your body and your head and your spirit, like in labor and in childbearing, there is this crazy gift that we're given. And this, like, I can't imagine giving birth to a child. And then even if I had previously been a racist and then continuing on my racism after that, because as a mother, any child, any person I see, I think of them as if they're my own child, whether you're old or young or white or black, I can immediately get into mom mode and into caring about a human being. So I just think, and, and let's be real, like racism is taught um, it's inherited. So these are definitely, I think, yeah, it starts with us. Shit, we're raising the people, we're leading the households, and these conversations are super important. Yeah. Um, but other than that, me and Jamila went on a camping trip. Oh, what were we going to say? Um, transitioning to our camping trip. <laughs> um, I, I know everybody has noticed, I don't know if I've said this before on other another episode, but like, it is, I want to say it again, it is not by coincidence, um, that any of these, these, uh, um, things are happening 
without connection to one another. You know, like this, this has been a very strange year in the first six months. You know, we had a, we had a, a death. Um, Kobe died with his daughter in a helicopter. You know, you know, as soon as the year started, COVID happened. We're all like quickly being put in the house. You know, school got shut down on Wednesday. Shit hasn't been back since. Um, things have turned into like ghost towns overnight. We've the, the universe. And whatever's happening in, in, in the coordinates of space is really prompting us to 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 accept shift and accept change. This this movement that's exploding all over the globe. Um, I I know for a fact in my personal life in December shit shifted really like jolted me quickly and it's continued to happen. Erica and I have both had some pretty significant changes outside of all the other shit going on, and I just I can't. I can't accredit it to any, like, just, it's just coincidence. No, no. It's, like, there is a, it, it feels, like, revolutionary there's, it's, there's, in so many ways. Like, there's something a happening. A renaissance. A renaissance, a renaissance of such. It's definitely occurring, and I don't think, and I think, like, you know, like, had Van, like Van mentioned yesterday, or last week on, like, that this situation and these situations that are happening period might not have gotten the attention that they've gotten had had we not been at home so i do believe that like this pandemic or whatever you want to call it um has really forced us to take really hard looks at ourselves and our society because we have nothing else to do and i'm grateful for that and and i'm grateful for the time that i've been home i'm grateful for the time that i've been able to you know spend with my daughter even though it's been really fucking difficult um but it's also afforded me a better schedule with her dad you know um and also you know the changes that Jamila's mentioning is like you know I've had a man walk into my life that maybe would have not walked into my life pre-covid I would I probably wouldn't have even allowed it I know I wouldn't have Period. Um, I know I wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, and same. Definitely same. Like, I had a man walk into my life uh, unhinged. Me and Jamila are the same person. Yeah, because <laughs> we live parallel lives. We do. Like, our periods live parallel. Are you in your period? I just ended mine. Okay, I just started mine. Okay, see? see? <laughs> um, <laughs> told you. So, um, it's crazy because I met this man, uh, like, right before we went to New York where I acted super crazy. And um, and I probably would have forgotten about him up until, like, COVID happened and he just hit me right at the right time and offered to, you know, like, take me on that Mulholland Drive situation. And uh, he asked me the other night, had I met you, like, three years ago, do you think... Um, three years ago? Yeah, like, he was just saying, had I met you in a different time, I was like, what, would I have... But I, would I have been able to recognize what a blessing you are? Probably not. Honestly, probably not. Because mm-hmm. even that first month, like, I went on a date with him and it was cool. But, like, I was wiling. And then, you know, then all these other things came. Um, all these other things came up and kind of put me on pause. And it, not only before this man, like, came into my life for a second date, before I fucking fake fell in love, <laughs> um, I was... Um, fuck, they just threw me up. Um, <laughs> um, my, mom, my mom just walked in the house, guys. Sorry, I got nervous. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, oh, I, I, I was, I had to take a hard look at myself. Like between my major sexting and my like hypersexualness, I had to really look, take a look at myself and really dissect some shit. So I just feel like everything has happened in really perfect timing. 
Me too. I mean, I just, I think um, for me, obviously I've had a range of emotions throughout this time. It has not been pretty a lot. (laughs) Um, And I'm still trying to balance everything in my life still, even though like I am home more. I've realized, I've realized the imbalances that are just here regardless of if I'm moving a hundred miles per hour or I'm staying still, you know? Um, you still, we still have the figure of figuring yeah, it out. It's yeah. not, I can't just, it's not bl- that I simple. can't just blame it on the fact that I'm always so busy. Like there's some other shit happening cause I'm not always so busy right now and I still feel it. And you're still like, damn, am I, am I, am I can't like putting my time in the right places? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, even my guy, like I, I think I, we talked, I, we, me and Jamila both kind of like laid out how the, how, how it happened and we both met both of our guys on, on Hinge. Um, but I I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for for him when he hit me up initially like a year ago and that's why I dodged him the fuck out of him. And really honestly the only reason I probably gave him a chance this go around is because I was bored. I was bored and I was like fuck it. You know what I told him last night too? I was like I was like, "You know what's so funny about this is that like Jamila's really the reason that I gave you a chance." And he was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> And I was like, you know, I had been feeling really not optimistic about virtual dating at all. I told him that. I was like, I, I was not feeling optimistic about virtual dating. Like that call when we had we're on the phone with when we had that interview with Jamila. Um, I was like, I told I said in the interview, I was like, like, this is just fuck this shit. And when when he called me, I was in the corner talking, not interested, kind of like zoning off. I and could Jamila see your was face. like, Erica, c- come in here, and then started asking him questions, like real good questions. And then I was like, Oh, okay, well, maybe I, maybe there is something to you. Maybe okay, let's go back in here and have this conversation. So, I mean, I'm grateful for. So I'm grateful for the time. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for him, and um, it's been interesting to spend a lot of time with somebody new because I am not used to that. And also I've realized that I have really, within my singleness in the last three years, I like really unprogrammed myself out of a relationship mode. Because now that I'm in one, I don't like, I have to relearn shit. I'm relearning things where I'm like, why? Like what? I have to fucking consider your feelings? Wait, because we like, I like, he got upset with me about something that like was real was was my fault and I immediately got irritated with him and I just I almost was like I really was about to be like well fuck this I don't want to I don't want to we don't have to do this then then I was like why am I doing that this is not that serious it's just easier to say fuck this I am a fuck it type of gal (laughs) (laughs) I am a fuck this type of gal like what did you say do you know how many other hoes I have (laughs) that's me all day um so I get that. You know, I I feel like because we've been in really we've I okay, let me speak for myself. <laughs> because I've been in really fucked up relationships, I have programmed myself to be like fuck these niggas. And like um, even the good niggas, I'll be like, "Oh, you're my good friend." And that's cool. You know, like that's enough because it, it it's too costly to invest my feelings into someone because I've been, learned the hard way that um, generally, I don't want to say what I want to say, but you know what I'm trying to say. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> I know we said we weren't going to say that anymore in 2020, I think. But um, I feel myself every, like, first of all, this. first of all, I've realized 
this man that I've met is fucking amazing. And I'm obviously been, I don't know what standard or level I've been accepting niggas before now, but like, woo, I was low. (laughs) Minimal. Bare minimal. I'm like, I told my friend, I told Danielle, I'm like, honestly, I'm going to, it's safe to say I was a basic bitch. (laughs) Because these basic caring things that this man is giving me are so phenomenal to me. I'm like, what? You ordered me a breakfast burrito? You sent it to my house? Mm-hmm. Such simple shit, you know? Like, just the gentle care of someone just fucking caring. You know? Like, he made me breakfast at his house one of the first couple nights. I spent the night, I was like, oh, so nice. You know, just very sweet gentleman-like, you know, ex- communication and, and, and like, deeds of, of care and love. And it's just dawned on me how fucked up I am and how and even like the littlest things pop up and I'm like immediately in defense mode like how can I cut these feelings off Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is my go-to how can I cut these fucking feelings off because Mm -hmm. this is a liability in my life well mine is always like oh my god did I am I making the wrong choice am I making making the wrong choice or like is this a red flag is this a red flag am I getting too excited too soon am I getting too excited too soon is this a red flag is this gonna pop up later on is this something that's gonna be a problem like and then there's gonna be okay that's another thing there's going to be red flags um there's gonna nothing's gonna be perfect and that's another thing I have I've been telling myself with all of this and all my my wanting to flee I had to ask myself, okay, well, Jamila, do you really want a boyfriend? Do you want to be... I'm asking myself, like, do you want a boyfriend or do you want to, like, be live the single life forever? And I think that's another thing. Me and Erica have come so far from those old relationships and we've kind of thrived in our singledom, <laughs> despite popular belief. <laughs> um, There's been ups and downs, but, like, we've been, like, floating, navigating through it and I think... And empowering each other in yeah, it. Yeah, we've, we've had times where... We have episodes where, like, we're ready to be wives, and then we have episodes where it's, like, men are still hoes, you and know? And it's, like, I, I think we've just been riding a wave of trying to figure out what it is that we actually want. And for me, like, what was really telling about my situation with him and Poetry Bay, as we call him. Is that what his name is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Someone met, someone DM'd him and said, are you Adventure Bay? Oh my god! Someone DM'd him and said that, and then he wrote, "I think I'm Poetry Bay." She and he and then whoever wrote back was like, "Oh, that's right. Yeah. Regardless, um, Erica deserves love, and like, I'm happy for you guys." And I was like, first of all, I was like, "Wow, whoever that was, if you're listening right now, fuck, like, thank you. Like, that's so sweet of you that you care." <laughs> and second of all, like, <laughs> it's also fucking hilarious. I'm scared for some reason. Like, I'm not. I mean, whatever. So. I think, like, I... Well, what was I going on? I was about to say something. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, but... I was going on before I said that. Um, you've realized... Oh, okay. What I've realized, what I was going to say, is that... What me and Jamila have realized in general, and that continues to shock us, which I, at this point should not anymore but it does still is that manifestation is a real fucking thing and like Mm. obviously we know this obviously we've talked about it obviously you guys probably know this too in your own personal life but when you get like confirmation of it it still is like whoa and for me like I went back and looked like maybe like a nine eight or nine months ago I don't know when the episode was that we talked about manifesting our man and like writing it down writing a really like 
really detailed list. And I, I remember like I even said that my, my talked to my, ma- my mom about it and she had said that like don't be modest on that list. Write everything down. Even the most shallow shit that you don't, you'd be embarrassed for someone to see. Write that shit down. And she was right. She was right. And I looked at that list a few days ago and I manifested my man. Like, for real. <laughs> like, no, that, that, we're, now, like, manifesting now is, is there, real. Now, like, of course, time will tell how um, good your list was. <laughs> well, how good my list was, but also to what spectrum he falls on on every item on that list. Right, right. How much of each thing he is and how important each of those things is to me. Um, but I, I would say that, like, if you're listening right now and you're single and you're, like, at your wit's end with it and you're, like, feeling... Like, because I, I, I've, I've, I was feeling that way up until maybe, like, a month and a half ago. Um, write that shit down. Like, write it. Really just go after you listen to this episode tonight, like, or tomorrow. Write everything down. And that's just not just for men. Make a man list, but then also make a list of other things. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, like, we're not here to just fucking... Find a man. Find a man. But I'm just saying, like, me and Jamila has manifested a lot of stuff, you know, in our our own work and business and lives and things like that. But I just thought it was really interesting because I think we talk about relationships so much constantly that that's the thing that really popped up quickly for me. Um, It popped up quickly. It popped up specifically. And then it's just the timing is rather odd. I'm like, did we write at the same time? And now it's it's like a 90 day. We did write it at the same time. That's why it's scary. I'm like, what is is the time period on this turnaround? Because it's so, I'm like, you're falling in love? Me too. Um, Yeah. Totally, totally interesting uh, magic happening. Yeah. And um, I told Jamila the other day that I was like, so I have a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> let me be. Let the record show. Um, I do, guys. I have a boyfriend. Um, and it wasn't like a big conversation. Like you're my boyfriend now. In fact, I asked him, "Are you my boyfriend?" He said, "I don't know what that means." And that you're, was so like, you initiated. And that I don't know. Like I mean, yeah, I'm psycho. But I, I just wanted to see what I wanted to see what he was gonna say. And I loved that reaction. I loved his response because that's a good response. He said, "What? I don't know. Am I?" He's like, "I don't. I don't know what that means." Yeah, yeah. He's what like, does that mean? He's like, "I'm not going anywhere. I'm here with you. I want to be with you. I'm committing to you, and that's it." You know, as far as like the dynamic of our, like the the nuances of our relationship, we all know. Like, I don't really believe in monogamy in that way, and obviously, that's a conversation that we've had. And um, I'm interested to see, you know, how that plays out in our relationship. Obviously, right now, I have no interest in being with anybody else I'm hyper focused and that's kind of how I am in relationships anyway but I know long term um, who knows what could happen and what my interests might be or what his might be you know it's so crazy because um, like being like someone's I, I'm just so not used to being in healthy relationships that like I rarely and I told this I've told this guy that I don't I haven't had a lot of relationships because I'm not the girl to bring that shit up. I will not. We could... To bring what shit up? What are we doing here? Oh. I'm not that girl. Um, You could... We could be casually dating for years. (laughs) I'm never going to be like, what's happening here? Because it's not been my thing, but then it's like... But then a part of me is like, damn, why... Like, is there something wrong with me that I haven't, like, had a lot of relationships or the guys that I've I've become close with don't want to make me their girlfriend, you know? But, like, I realize it's a lot of the fear that I have. And, like... 
even after the second time me and him hung out the next morning I literally called Danielle and was like she's like oh my god you're really into him I'm like yeah he's going to be my boyfriend I was like I'm not there's no question about it he is going to be my boyfriend <laughs> which sounds so psycho um, but like I'm just not in a rush for that because that sounds really scary and then it makes me feel like like I I'm on lockdown and that scares me but that's, that's, that's the thing about it is I don't feel like I'm on lockdown is well, it I just oh shit I, that's the thing oh. about it. I don't feel like I'm on lockdown. It all feels so natural and like it's just like an easy progression into my life. It doesn't feel like. And when I asked him, it wasn't like, "What are we doing?" It was more so like we're joking around. We we share our feelings with each other constantly. Like, and that's the thing too that's so different is like he is like an, he is a communicator. You know, I thought I was a communicator. I realize I'm not really. I'm not that good of a communicator. I am communicate communicative, but like he's next level. <laughs> And I appreciate that, like I do, um, but that's why like the conversation was more like, what are, so what are you like my boyfriend now? Like what is this? You know, it wasn't like, so let's have the talk. It's so it's so crazy because I don't want that talk at all. But then on the same on the same token, um, so the, my, advent wait yeah, Adventure Bay got out of a relationship not that long ago with some other chick, and um, you know at first I was just like he told me all of this stuff and I was like, went right in one ear and out the other because. It's all about me now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. It's about me. And that was fine. But then recently, his ex popped up at his house while I was there. And I was pissed. And I'm like, in my head while I was leaving, I'm like, why are you so mad? Like, it's not his fault. It's not anybody's fault. You know he just got out of this relationship. And I was just like, oh, because she said, why can't I come in? Is somebody there? Is some, you have company? And he was like, that's not the point. That shit pissed me off. I was like, well, why can't you just tell her you had company? He's like, I just didn't think it was her business. And then I'm like, okay, how I'm feeling makes no sense. <laughs> I want you to claim me to your ex, low-key, kind of. But also, I don't want a relationship, and that's never a conversation that I would bring up. Well, I don't think that that's true. I well, don't think the second part is true. I don't think you don't want a relationship. I know I do. I do eventually want a relationship. I don't think you're spending time with him to not have a relationship. No, absolutely not. In fact, we're talking very like about very serious things, but like that scared me. It scared me that I'm becoming connected to you and I'm becoming like uh, attached to you somewhat and then like this other person threatens could threaten in my mind my crazy psycho mind like you know you have history with this person she's still popping up you know what the fuck yeah claim me but I it's just it goes to show that there's a lot of things that I have to address within myself about what I want and how that looks and like speaking up or not speaking up or what that means to me because to me I didn't for a long time I wasn't saying things about certain things because I didn't want to feel like naggy or jealous because to me that seems like weak but um that's not it at all that's just being an adult about shit like we're dating we're seeing each other we're talking all these very serious conversations okay so what the fuck is up with that you know that that's totally normal but it's taking practice for me to figure that out should we pause Okay, Jessica's here, and Jessica Rose just came in. We're gonna take five seconds. We'll be right back. Sorry. Okay, so we're back. Sorry about that. Our homegirl Jessica Rose stopped by, and we had to make a TikTok because that's really important these days. <laughs> <laughs> then I had to make dinner. If you haven't followed us on TikTok, make sure that you do. Good Moms Bad Choices on TikTok. 
We're also on Triller. <laughs> yeah, Triller. Yeah, if you checked out our music video, because we're video hoes now, um, you might have seen our um, orange soda, shoddy video, booty pop. Totally necessary that if you're in the desert camping that you find time to make a music video. Absolutely, duh. Or else, what the fuck is the point? Honestly. Were you even there? <laughs> <laughs> Did you even go? Did you even go? I mean, I don't think so. Um, so, what were we talking about? Boyfriends? Oh, yeah. I was just saying that You I, have a boyfriend. I don't. You know, I have a boyfriend. And honestly, can I tell you, like, when I... I've, like... I First of all, I... I really had this dilemma where I thought to myself, oh no, I have to be single forever, right? I have a single mom podcast. <laughs> I'm supposed to be single. Like, I can't, is this going to ruin my, <laughs> it's going to ruin my content? <laughs> I mean, I do, I, I can't, I do have those feelings. And he even said that to me, like, are you ready to settle down and like, um, or something like that? And I, uh, I had to think hard and you know one good thing about like having a partner or not a partner a friend who um, enjoys the same things you do is that you know like on mushrooms or molly you can't really lie (laughs) so I was like I don't know I don't know if I don't know I I I had a lesbian threesome like four weeks ago I don't know if I'm ready to give that type of thing up (laughs) and he you know so nice of this guy he said you don't necessarily have to give that up and I said, oh, wow, maybe I'm in love. <laughs> but there is to my ears. I, I don't like to be told what to do. And I don't like um, an infringement on my freedom. But if you like make it as though it's like I, it was my idea, <laughs> then I'm fine with it. Like, I love you. I'm telling everybody we're together. What are you talking about? <laughs> but don't tell me. Um, also, during this little break, you guys, um, <laughs> a lot happened in the last few hours between the beginning of recording this episode to now um it's nighttime it's obviously it's now nighttime we started recording this during the day um we hadn't seen our girl in a minute so we had to catch up and then my baby daddy came over and yeah um to see his kid and then i thought this would be well i didn't think this actually jessica said you haven't told him that like you're dating someone and that you know you might be in having your child around this person. And also I'm going on a trip this weekend um, with some friends and I'm taking my daughter with me with him, which if you guys have heard me on the podcast, this is totally out of my character and out of pretty much everything I've ever stood for. Um, My, my ideas of when you're supposed to introduce a child to someone and not when, but like how, I mean, obviously, when I've introduced Irie to and very casual, um, I, I was like, you know what? You're right. I probably should tell him that I'm going on a trip with our daughter with this person that I'm seeing. Because if it was the other way around, I'd be really annoyed, especially since I'm the one that kind of like laid the ground rules for like how this is supposed to go if we ever start dating someone. So per Jamila and Jessica's encouragement, I went outside a little while ago and told him that I'm seeing someone and um, I was really, really fucking nervous. This is the first time I've ever like had this conversation with him. Um, I didn't know how it was going to go. I mean, I figured that it would, I figured that it would be fine. I think because I know like he has a big ego and he'd never like give me the satisfaction of P 
like I don't know, not satisfaction. It wouldn't be satisfaction because that actually would not be satisfactory for me at all, but would never like show me that it hurts him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually went really well, and we were very mature and adult about it. And hopefully, I don't know, in the future, he'll feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me about you know, the people that he has our daughter around because inevitably that's really what's important to me. It's not about, like, who are you dating at this point anymore. It's, like, really, like, okay, well, who are you having around my kid? Like, if anything if anything were to happen, like, I want to know, like, it's not just, like, I've never heard this name before, you know? Obviously, I have no control, and neither does he, about of who the fuck I'm going to be dating. Even if he did have a problem with the person I'm dating, am I going to stop dating them because he has a problem with them? Probably not, and vice versa. Hell no. So... I don't know. I feel like I feel good about it. I feel like I've popped my cherry and that now moving forward, whether it's with this person that I'm with or someone else, it doesn't have to be this big, scary scary thing to talk about. Obviously, like we're moving forward. And that's what he said to me. He was like, I realize that you have to move on with your life and I want you to be happy. And I trust that, you know, I trust your I trust your um, judgment. I trust that you're not going to have anything, anyone crazy around my kid. And that's cool. Have a good trip. <laughs> Which is amazing because yeah. I, I don't feel like I would have the same response. Yeah, I mean, your situation is a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> in, in different ways, you know. They're but, different people, but um, yeah. You can, I mean, yeah. That that's you. You only hope that the other person will be civil and mature and not try to hurt you because of it. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, there's really nothing they could do. And that's really what I. Then that's part of the reason why I really Jessica was right. I was like, you know what? She's right. I do have to do this because I don't want him to find out in any other form, and then and then use it maliciously against me or not feel like he has to be respectful of my, you know my role as Irie's parent and wanting to know what's going on when she's with him because I've been honest. So, yeah, it's, it's, I guess, a step in in our relationship, me and my baby daddy's relationship for the better, Um, and a step in this relationship with this new person in my life. So, um, um, I think that there's, it's always, it's, this is a weird topic because, okay, our, both of our kids are five and that's the point where they really, really, really start comprehending everything and being all in your business and repeating every fucking thing and like knowing the context of conversations and the energy. And so, um, yeah, that this is an important part. And also because this is not Erica's and I's general MO to like, Find a hinge bay and then like dive in deep to it and then be like, we go together. That's not generally our forte <laughs> in like a four to eight week period. Um, so that's new territory. But because um, at first we're like, yeah, we're going to totally like I'm going to like it has to be like six months before the kids meet them. Like this is ridiculous. Like, I mean, we're going to just really take it slow in that aspect because we need to make sure. And then, you know, lo and behold. I took Luna around, my my friend and Erica, you know, we didn't even discuss it with each other. It just happened in the same, like, time period. And um, my guy, like, doesn't have kids, so I didn't have a discussion with him before, except he knew that he was meeting her. Like, the first time was very casual amongst other people quickly, and the second time we all went to the park, but he kissed me, 
And I was like, oh, 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 oh shit. I should have told him first. Like, maybe. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't know the rules. He, he didn't know the rules. But for me, I'm like, damn, like, my kid has not really seen me. Like, you know, maybe when she was younger, like three with my young bae. But like, I don't, she, now she really comprehends. And so I was like, fuck, she's going to tell. And not that it matters because I'm a grown ass woman and obviously I'm dating, but like, you know, I don't want her to just be like weird about seeing her mom kiss somebody or be affectionate with someone, but she seemed totally unfazed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just like all this new territory that we're um, entering and then things that we are doing differently than we thought we would do. Right. Because we're still have vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking vaginas. Um, but yeah, I'm just, oh my God, these glasses. I'm not. Yeah, I think we're both still not trying to brush anything too quickly. Can you put them behind your ear? Like They're too loose. I need to tighten them. Oh, okay. Uh, but... What did you say? Wait, what was the last thing you said? We're too what? We're, we're in new territory. We're both trying to figure it out. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say not rush it, but you're in it to win it. I mean, yeah, I know. He met my mom a few days ago, and like my... My brother went on a bike ride. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, he was my with stepfather. You. He has not met my dad yet. Um, and now my baby daddy knows. Everyone fucking knows. I, I'm yeah, just saying I the mean, lives are being intertwined. Right. Here. Like, And I... Oh, my God. Me and Jamila were at the... So we were camping. Right? We went camping. And, well, I don't know if it's... I didn't really go camping. I slept in my car. But... Everyone else camped. We camped, bitch. It's camping. <laughs> um, and we were sitting around the fire, or what was it? Yeah. yeah, we were sitting around the fire, and like Jamila had taken some pictures of me and him, and because I was like, we don't have any pictures together. I take pictures of us, and that's so why I, I was like, like about to post one on my stories, and she was like, oh, "Are you posting that to close friends or regular?" <laughs> and I was like, "Regular." Was like, she was like, "Oh my god, regular." Oh my god! It's so to- this is like this is the life like we live. Fucking this is, mo- this is first world pro like first world issues. Like you post that picture to close friends and it's like, official. Like I don't know, to regular. If you, <laughs> if you post it to regular, like it's official, official. It feels like close friends. Like you're it's, still it's, you're it's still okay. being a house secretly. I also. She also took it upon herself to <laughs> post my shit, but I, I, I don't understand how I got pulled into her public love. And not only did she decide to secretly videotape me in Adventure Bay, she decided to add in there, oh, look what you do when you're in love. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I addressed it, and the next day, she continues <laughs> to post shit. Then the bitch adds an at... And I'm like, I don't, did, was something I said not clear? And she said, I'm going to take you down with me. We're in this boat together. Duh. <laughs> Duh. If I'm going to, if I'm, I'm posting, posting a regular, so are you. Look. And I even told, I even told Adventure Bay, I'm like, I don't understand, I, I don't understand how I got pulled into this. Like, I don't need my hose, not my business. I mean, obviously I was joking. I've literally given up all my hose because I'm in fake love, but. Thanks a lot, friend. You're welcome. I just figured, you know, I just get that engine started for you. Um, I deleted it. You deleted which one? The one where I tagged everybody. Oh, I didn't repost it anyway. I, I deleted was like, it. I tried to repost it. I didn't post it. Then I felt like, okay, maybe I'm doing too much. But I were in my phone. They were they were such cute photos. It was like a group. No, they were. It cute. was like a couple photo of all th- of all four of us, like on our like you know. On, I, I mean, honestly, on I'm, our camping I, trip. I, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I, I mean, the truth is, I'm a cancer. I'm all about PDA. <laughs> if a nigga gives me the green light, we're getting we're posting all over the internet. 
Don't give me the green light. We're going to posting hands and kissing. You should see my fucking, uh, my photo album, honestly. You would think we'd been get, we've been together for eight months. <laughs> oh, my so God. So many adventures. Oh, my God. So many love photos. You guys have done a lot of adventures. He really, like, he really is adventure by. We've been on like four trips in two months. <laughs> That's insane. Um, but anyway, all that to say is that I think quarantine and COVID and all this shit that's happening. Um, I don't know. It's like given people space to connect in a different way that I previously did not see. I did not see it that way. I did not. I, I just felt like everything felt disconnected. And it may be still, it maybe there, and there probably is. And this is what's happening personally in my life where I'm starting to feel like, okay, maybe there is it. Like I feel, I do feel more connected to people. People are listening better. People are at home. People are having deeper conversations. And I think all the things that are happening are really pushing forward that even more so, you know, having, you know, even like, like, like we talked about at the top, like talking, you know, with Ray on Friday with all these moms and. And just, I don't know, like, even today, like, my one of my girlfriends called me and, like, we had, like, probably the deepest conversation we've had, we've had in a long time about our kids and where we're at, you know, what's happening and how we can help and, like, how she is realizing, like, the, the subtle racisms that she has, has have been around her and um, that, that, that now she's really hypersensitive to, Um and I just feel like people are just listening and feeling more right now. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful to. See, I'm grateful for everything. I'm really interested to see how all this plays out you know, <laughs> in my life. I know when we when we were camping, me and Erica were like on one fucking Mars mountain. I don't know. And then they were on another, and they were like taking pictures of us because we we're Instagram girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're so lucky. And Erica's like, I hope they never forget. And I was like, what? I was like, you put it on. I was like, you put it on social media. What if it doesn't work out? And she's like, who cares? <laughs> I was like, true. But you know what I noticed too, and this is gonna sound like I'm 12, and maybe I have been before now. But like, I told Danielle, I was like, this relationship is so different this non-relationship relationship that I'm in is so different because um, I'm like, all we do is talk. I was like, alone. There's nobody else there to talk with us. We're just spending days and days and days together just talking. I'm like, there's no bar. I can't spin off. I can't take a shot and spin off to the next neighbor and talk shit to them. I can't spin off and go dance on the dance floor with four bitches. You know, these are my regular things. Being in a bar, being active, being in a social crowd, like... There's really no distractions. So I'm like, damn, I'm so mature. I'm getting to know this guy in such an adult manner. We're spending so much one-on-one -on -one time together, you know, taking road trips together, going up, you know, hiking together. And there's just like all these time to get to learn each other. And I'm, I am, I'm really grateful for it. And you're right. There's like, this is the most time for, for conversation. And I, I think really conversation, um, is, is, is what makes change. Right. If we're able to like, um, shift each other's mindset and, and peak each other you know like different you know, things come out of conversation i think that's how growth happens so i'm super and grateful I, and i think too like it is a aside from like you know socially and all this stuff, but like all those things i think it is an interesting time for dating too because like on like last night was our like we, we've been now dating for i don't know like a month and a half or something <laughs> not very long oh my god um and 
we went to dinner for the first time at a restaurant last night. Like I haven't even been on a real date. Like we've been on dates. We like he's tried to do dates with me, whatever. But like I mean, like out in public amongst people. Right. And I was like, this is so strange that I have decided that I want to invest my time into this person. Call, give him whatever the fuck this title means. Not even a title. Whatever. We're whatever. We're seeing each other. Um, and we've never even been like on a date to dinner. I'm like, does so, and then I made me think, does that shit even matter? No, because like honestly, what I that feel mean? more connected in the ways that we've been able to connect outside of what you know society's standards of what dating looks like, which is go to the di- go to dinner, then go to a movie, then maybe hang out somewhere else in public, go to the beach or meet your friends, like. I don't, you know, like all these different like milestones that you're supposed to do, but when you're dating that like categorize you as dating. And even like with that coming in my mind, because like there's obviously not an ideal dating situation because there's COVID, but also like. Is there? <laughs> who fucking knows? <laughs> but like obviously I mean, there is. I know. But, I, know um, I know. Who, like, who did, def- like, even with this book, I feel 12, like this boyfriend girlfriend conversation. Mm-hmm. Because um, Adventure Bay and I, he t- he told me like uh, maybe a month ago. I don't know. Um, you know, I just want you to know, I I deleted my my hinge. I'm fulfilled here. I don't really have see a reason to like seek anything outside of this situation because I'm I'm really this is, you know, I'm happy here. And it took me a, a cup like maybe a week or two to like respond, and I, which would be the natural way is like me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I deleted it because I didn't think that was a big of a deal. And my girlfriend was like, I was telling her about this guy that I met. She's like, Well, did you delete the hinge? And I was like, No. Uh, what's the point? I haven't checked it. She's like, Just delete it. Why are you not deleting it? And I was like, I Why do I have to delete it? <laughs> She's like, Just delete it. So I was like, Fine. So I told him over dinner. I was like, You know, I, I deleted my hinge. He's like, Oh, it's about time. But then I'm also in the same breath. Like we've. Just Discussed, we're not going to move super quickly and be in a relationship because he kind of did that in his last relationship. And then, you know, then the girl pops up and it's triggered all these feelings of for me, which are like territorial feelings of like, you know, what a girlfriend or a boyfriend would feel. But I'm like, what in my head? I'm like, what more do I want? He's told me he doesn't want to see anybody else. I'm not doubting if we're like if he doesn't care about me or that he's, you know, I don't think he's spending time with anybody else. But, like, what if I had this title? Would, would it make me feel better? Because he was like, I didn't want to tell my ex you were here because it's not like we're together. And immediately I felt triggered by that. Mm-hmm. But, like, what does that actually mean? Are we 12 years old? Do I have to be, like, we're going steady to feel cared for or cared about? Especially when, like, first of all, bitch, I don't ever have boyfriends anyway. Right. But, like, what is that? Like, there's so much of dating that is socially influenced. But it's like, what does that even really fucking mean? If you're getting everything that you want and need and feel... You know, like what I've, I've realized that I have a trigger with like feeling threatened that someone can take what's mine. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't have a lot of boyfriends because I don't want to feel at any point that that's being a possibility. Uh, yeah. Like that would, I don't want it to fuck with me. So in that, I just don't get attached to people that way. Um, so what made you ask him, so are you my boyfriend? Um, I was, it was like more like I was like kidding. It's just like we've, we say that we love each other. Oh, that was an, oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I do love him. Um, I'm falling in love with him is what I guess I would say. Um, and there's love there. Um, and it grows. It grows every day, every single day. And we've spent every single day together. Um, and I think that I 
I was just like, I don't know, like, are we... I feel, I feel are we boyfriend and girlfriend, girlfriend? Right. like it wasn't like more like it wasn't like i didn't say it in the way of like what are we it was more like what the fuck are, are we, we doing, doing here right? what are we doing here like you know and you know and him saying like i don't know what that means like i know that i like i want i foresee i want to i want a future with you i'm not going anywhere i want to like i want to build something with you so if that's what that means then yes and i'm like okay well i mean i guess like He's like, is that what you want to call me? Like, and I told him, oh my God, I was telling him, I was like, I don't know. My friend calls been calling her boyfriend, her partner for like the last eight years. And now I get and it. he was like, is she gay? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I fucking told you. When he said that, I like died laughing because you guys, like I have a friend who's had a, who's had, who's had a boy boyfriend for like 10 years. And she, you know, she's like, it's, it feels silly for me to call my boyfriend. We've been together for 10 years. Like he's my partner. And also, that's a new thing, though. And also, and I would tell her, I'd be like, well, to me, that makes me think that people are going to think he's trans. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you have to stop telling people that because people are going to think that he's gay, trans, or you're gay, or you guys are in a gay relationship. (laughs) She was like, partner does not just mean gay. And I was like, I don't know, girl. I'm pretty sure it does. Um, and so it's finally like like this was like she's I remember the first time she said it was at Irie's first birthday. And so now Irie's five. And so I've grown I've grown past it and I'm used to it. And I do understand it more now. I don't associate it with gayness or whatever. <laughs> but like when he said that, I couldn't help but fucking laugh. And I was like, I can't wait to tell her this. Um, what did he say? He was like, is oh, she gay or something? No, I... And he was like, I mean, I get I guess I get what you're saying. He's like, I don't know. I just feel like labels are weird. And they are. They are weird. Even the boyfriend thing is weird. I think even like, I don't know, I think I might. Even the rules we have around relationships and boyfriends and this and that are weird. Like even, um, you know, I, I'm a lover. I love people. Hello, hello, easy. <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to be like, fuck, I love you. And I've said like, oh, I love this. Or I love that. And he said it too. Like, I'm sending this to you because I love you, you know. And it's interesting because he's never been in love, which I don't I think he's full, I think he's full of shit. He's 43. Three years old. I think he just doesn't want to admit it or doesn't realize it doesn't like rainbows don't come shooting at your fucking ass. But I'm like, well, if I feel this way, like, oh my god, I love you. I tell my friends I love them all the time. What is there some like what is the time frame around even that? And then does that mean like obviously if I love you and I have love for you, it doesn't mean I'm in love with you or that we have to be together or like why even when I feel times where I'm like, I oh, fuck, I love you, I, I'll stop myself from saying that because it feels too well, deep. Okay, yeah, and I get that and that's how I take it too, but I think some people, even him and even like Happy Bay, because when he told because Happy Bay told me he loved me and it was so casual and it kinda just threw me off. Like we were just getting out of the car and it was just like I love you and I was like what like it wasn't this moment this big moment that like you associate the I love you with right and he said love is so basic like to me like that's the base the most basic part of the relationship like to say I love you shouldn't be like this huge monumental moment it should be like I'd hope that if we're spending this much time together we have love Right? I mean, and, and you know, he's a cancer like me, so I totally feel that. And, they, and that's what, and that's kind of like how Happy Bag had explained it to me, and I was like, okay, I understand that. And obviously, like we grew to love each other even more, whatever. But like, I think even this, the mind poetry bay. Oh my god, I keep joining all the bays together and talking about them in this way. <laughs> Happy bay, poetry bay. Okay, um, <laughs> he. Um, He's kind of alluded to that as well, you know, and said that as well. And I'm like, you know, it's true. And so, and there's been moments before I we before I we said it, which when we said it, um, I was on Molly. 
So there's that. But that she got from me. <laughs> I finally took the Tesla that Jamila's been telling everyone about. Did I, t- did I talk about it on the podcast? You did. You did oh talk about Tesla. It was the first time you guys hung out. You said you took the Tesla. Did I say that it was neon orange and it had glitter in it? Yeah, it and does. It, and it makes you fall in love automatically? It does. Uh, it just opens things up. Um, I But before I took the Tesla, like I had had moments where I like I look at him and I felt this urge to say it. Right. But I kept stopping myself like, what? no, what? No. And it's like, why am I doing that? Why do I keep doing that? And then when I took Tesla, I was like, yeah, bitch, now nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> your, vagina, your vagina has full and then control. And I think also I felt like before I took, before, before I opened up and I was really, really able to tell him, I kept thinking like, if I say this, I can't take it back. Like, that's what I kept thinking. Like, if I say this shit, I can't take it back. Like, I have to really make sure I really mean this because like, he might say it. And then, like, what do I do with that? You know? And then, like, are we just saying this shit now? Like, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. And then, I don't know. When I said it, I felt relief. I felt like, okay, yeah. I do. I felt, I feel this way. Like, I'm falling in love with you. I love you. You know? Um, wow. And, yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting feeling. And, like, I tried to fight it. I really did. Because I'm such a... Um, I feel like I'm very reasonable with things a lot of times. <laughs> Me too. That's the scary part. And it's like, I just feel like I have to, I, sometimes I don't, I, sometimes I block my, my first gut reaction, especially in love because I've been wrong. Um, and so I really, really doubted a lot of shit when I first even met this person, period, you know? Um, so, and then when I finally just like gave in and let myself just be like, I feel so much better. It feels so much better. And like, you know what? I might get hurt. I might. But that's just like the nature of the game. It is. It is. Not the game, but like that's just life, period. And like I can't, I, I, I realize I can't, Control I know, everything. I can't navigate through life wondering constantly if I'm going to get hurt because, and so that I, and then not do anything. Or just, just constantly having this armor up. But I know. do, I, but I, and, I, and I still do have some armor up. I'm still, I'm starting to realize wh- where, ar- where I have armor that I didn't even realize. I mean, a certain, I think a certain amount of armor is... Um, it's healthy. Is healthy. Like even... Uh, For sure. Adventure Babe put it in these terms. You know, it's like he's in the car... And the garage door is going up, and he could just hit the hit the gas and pull out, or he's gonna check his mirrors. He's gonna put in a seatbelt, just like secure. It's like, yeah, I like that. You know, like take your time. But you know, I think a certain amount is normal because we've had we've obviously not always made the right decisions. But also, there's there's a certain amount to be like, you know, fuck it, trust it, let it be. If it feels good and it looks, you know, like you have to. We are rational, smart women, so at some point we have to honor that too and let shit ride out Mm -hmm. and you know hey insert the dice gamble here (laughs) oh man well I'm really glad I was able to share this with you guys I feel much better that my tribe knows what's happening because you know we haven't really been talking about our personal lives in this aspect because there's been so much going on and so much more important shit to be honest not that this isn't important well but. it's nice to find love and to find an oasis in it just um, feel these right m- talking about no, no. My, my love when like black people are under attack no but but but, <laughs> but, it, but it doesn't feel right to talk about it we don't have to talk about it but also we're allowed to feel love we deserve love we deserve good partners we deserve partners that make us feel good and honored and you know saying that out loud and claiming it you know we don't 
we we've lived in trauma of being black <laughs> our whole lives and so it's okay to celebrate when we're in something that we feel is good and we've met men that we feel are good and it's okay to you know be up in it and you know celebrate it i agree love you i agree i love you too well, at least we have each other no matter what that i i already told our guys like this is this is our we're wives so cameron calls you my boyfriend He's like Jamila really is your boyfriend. I think he did. He's like I think I, he kind of is a little bit jealous. I think he is too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you need to calm down, bruh. I am the husband. He should husband. be. He I, should be. I'm the husband. <laughs> I wear the pants over here. Okay, this is my house. <laughs> it is. Uh, I make the dinners. She I make does. the drinks. I make the dinners. You Bro- do the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and be quiet. Don't even question me. That's all you do in here. Just make sure you fuck her good. <laughs> and roll the blunts. <laughs> oh, um, and don't make her cry. Or else you have to hear from me. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys, um, you should definitely follow us on Patreon. Like we said, we have that video with Ray, the discussion with Ray, and like 40 other dope-ass moms talking about how to discuss race with your kids. We also uploaded a um, exclusive thriller that's a little bit different from the one we posted on our Instagram. So if you want us to see us be video hoes, you can check us out on Patreon, which you can search us at Good Moms. You have to put this in your search bar. Good Moms? Wait, no, it's... No, it's patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices because we're extra explicit and we don't come up in the search bar if you just go to patreon.com. Or you can just go to our Instagram and hit the link. Yeah, hit the link. It's a lot easier. Um, We're going to have more discussions coming up that you can be a part of if you join our Patreon. Um, Which tier is it? After Dark? After Dark, After Dark? Or After Bedtime? After, wait, After Bedtime. (laughs) Wait, what is it? Bedtime snack? <laughs> Secure bedtime? I don't know. Bed, bedtime. Tuck you in? Wait, something about a bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Just read the deets and you'll Just know what you'll Just read the details. Get. Yeah, we're going to have more talks like the one we had with Ray. If you guys have any su- suggestions or people that you think we should connect oh, with. Oh, wait, actually, I have a suggestion. This is oh, what no. I want one of the discussions to be about. Okay. Well. Um, I want one where we um, talk to someone who has who's like well-versed in like basic law stuff because I think we should know and our kids should know like if we're pulled over if a cop comes to our house like sanction two three four nigga you can't come in mm. do you are you are you are you aware of your what's, rights. what's your what rights? rights what are your rights I think that's important I need to take notes I want to practice that shit I've seen those YouTubes where p- police pull up to a nigga's house they didn't think had some information and be like oh no sir you cannot you don't have probable cause because you don't have blah 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 something something description you cannot come in my backyard and then they be hitting them with that shit girl <laughs> and then the police be looking all dumb because they don't even know their shit and they be Ooh. like looking at each other looking stupid oh it's real good so that's what we need okay well I'm all for that so if y'all know somebody who can do that for us let us know <laughs> and if you have any other ideas uh, along the lines of that also we should know. do one about unlearning um, like some history lessons and how to like instill in our kids like some real African American history yeah for sure you know? we like not black, we're like not the ones we need black history for dummies okay and not that we're dummies but we we know we've, 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 we're products of our system that's very whitewashed we have short attention spans let's be honest yeah yeah but I you know I just I just want some I want tools to be better as parents and I would like to bring the people who can you know help in those spaces and I want to bring our moms with us like we're a team we're a community and like as we thrive and grow like I want us all to be able to thrive and grow and support one another I agree 
I agree. Have resources for one another and shit. We have to. We have to. It's we have to. It's we have to stick together. We have to stick together, and we have to educate ourselves. We can no longer afford to just let other people make decisions for us because of whatever we think is popular or whatever the majority is saying. Or just so. it, it seems like too much work to do otherwise. <clears throat> um. Anyway, uh, you should also. Follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. And also, if you're looking for a therapist, you should check out betterhelp.com. Um, I actually have my first session tomorrow um, with my therapist that I handpicked like almost like a tender date. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm kind of nervous and kind of excited about that, but I'm ready to dig through my shit because I realized there is some shit. You know, I'm so proud of you. This is really healthy. You are like just entering... Get out, please. Get out, please. Put it on. Okay, in a minute. Go. 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 Okay, go. Just, just come in. Just come in. Just come in. Um. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just really proud of you because, you know, you're in this new place. You're taking your time. You're, you're honoring where you're at. And you're also going to go to therapy. And work through some shit too simultaneously. Like that's some that's some like healthy ass shit, girl. Thanks. It is. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm slowly trying. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, make sure you check out BetterHelp. Um, if you guys want uh, a discount, make sure you go to BetterHelp.com/backslash/gmbc to find your virtual therapist. Um, and I think there's even a drop down. It says, how did you hear about us? GMBC is on there. Good Moms, Bad Choices. You can pick um, someone's LGBTQ related. It's even good for teens and family and couple therapy. So it really doesn't discriminate. It, it's, you know, I know there's people who have older kids that need to talk. I can only imagine. I really hope that I can start Luna in therapy as early as like 11. Yeah. For, just for maybe health. earlier. Just to, like, yeah, maybe like 10. I don't know. Just to talk. Just to talk. Like, yeah. just get dropped off and go shoot the shit because I just think that's super healthy. Mm-hmm. And then you won't be 32 trying to figure out like, oh no, my trauma from when I'm 12. Mm-hmm. My rejection and shit. So, um, and this is a good time to do it. You know, there's, there's, I feel like there's, it's, it's low commitment. You can you're do, home. You're home. You can do a chat. You can do a Zoom. You can do a phone call. So, yeah, it's pretty affordable too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty affordable. It's like sixty dollars, like a week. Yes, yes. Anyway, you guys. Well, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I'm going to Lake Tahoe. Ho ho ho. To ho ho ho. To ho ho ho. I'm sure me and Adventure Bay will be doing some local adventures. Local adventures. Cool. Maybe the beach, or I've been trying to encourage him to redo his patio so I can utilize it's, it. <laughs> it's getting hot out, so I yeah. get on it, bitch. And we also have bikes to ride and shit. So happy summertime, guys. We'll have fun. Adios. Solo puedo recordar la luz de